Okay, so today's story is a story we're telling in honor of St. Patrick's Day. And you have to have a Patrick if you're going to have St. Patrick's Day, right? Yes. Although this Patrick is not the same Patrick as St. Patrick, but nevertheless. Today's story is Walt Disney's Little Man of Disneyland. And this is a very old story. It was copyrighted in 1955. And my mother read this story when she was a little girl. And then I read this story when I was a little girl. And now Philip gets to read this story. And anybody else who's listening, all of our friends out there. So we hope that you enjoy your St. Patrick's Day and eat something green and enjoy our story. Okay. Oh, it's written. Something green like cucumber. Yes, like or broccoli mm. or green beans. Those are all good things. Or avocado. Um, Different things. Yeah. Okay. So, Walt Disney's Little Man of Disneyland is written by Andy Bedford and adapted by Dick Kelsey and read by Patrick. No, you're not Patrick. Mommy Anne. A leprechaun? I'm a leprechaun. I'm the ant. No. Oh, he disappeared. Oh, must be something magical. So, um, I should start by saying that the story centers around a little man who happens to be a leprechaun. And those are magical creatures from Ireland. And they, I think they grant wishes. And they usually have a pot of gold that they found at the end of a rainbow. Okay, so here we go. Patrick Begora woke up one bright morning feeling very fine. He fixed himself a bit of breakfast and set out for his morning stroll. When he came to the doorway of his snug little house, at the roots of an old orange tree, Patrick stretched his arms and swelled his chest for a breath of fresh morning air. Then he lit his pipe, which is the opposite of fresh air. But the pipe almost fell out of his mouth, and his arms froze straight out in the air. So shocked was he at the sight he saw. There were people in his orange grove. Big people striding around as if they owned the place. Well, Patrick Bogora was not the last of the little people left in all of movie land for nothing. He had courage, did Patrick Bogora. So he stepped right up to those big people to find out what this was all about. At first, they wouldn't even look at him. But Patrick took care of that. He stamped down hard right on the foot of one. Now, does that seem kind to you? Mm-mm. No, no indeed. I think there are other ways to get someone's attention besides... I'm in a snug broken orange tree. Are you in a snug little orange tree? We have snug little orange trees in our backyard. But I don't think we live in them because they have thorns on them. And that would be ouch. Speaking of ouch. Ow! Cried Donald Duck. I've been stung. Must be bees around here. 
He looked down then. What's this? He cried. Who in the world are you? Who are you yourself is the proper question, said Patrick Begora right back. This is my home after all. Has been these many years. And what, may I ask, are you doing here, acting as if you own the place, without so much as a by your leave from Patrick Begora, which is me? Who are we? cried Donald Duck. Don't you go to the movies? Don't you watch TV? Don't you read books or newspapers? Don't you know Goofy and Pluto? Don't you know Donald Duck? No, said Patrick, and he blew a smoke ring right in Donald's face. Well, Patrick, that is doubly unkind and very bad for your health. And I think this book was written so long ago that maybe Patrick didn't know that it was not good for you to do that. Maybe he blew on his book. Hmm, yeah, maybe. I think maybe we should, if we knew him, we would have a good conversation with him about his health. But <clears throat> we do not know him, so let's keep going. My name's Mickey Mouse, sir, said one of the other big people, stooping down to hold out his hand. So, this is your home here, Mr. Magora? That it is, said Patrick Magora. And I'd like a little peace and quiet, so I'll thank you all to leave at once. Well, said Mickey, I'm afraid we can't do that. You see, we're going to start building here soon. Going to move all these old trees. Move these trees? Start building here? cried Patrick Begora, jumping up and down in a purple rage. Oh! No, you don't. Not while I'm around. Hmm. And what can you do to stop us, little fellow? Asked Donald Duck with a chuckle, leaning on his shovel in a cocky way. I'll show you, said Patrick. And with a snap of his fingers, down in a heap went Donald Duck, for his shovel handle had splintered just like that. What happened? cried Donald, picking himself up. Let that be a lesson to you, said Patrick Begora. Oh, don't mind him, said Goofy. Let's just start digging up these trees. And what was it you had planned to build here? Some sort of school, perhaps? asked Patrick. No, a wonderful place called Disneyland, said Mickey, with all sorts of marvelous things for fun. A rocket trip to the moon for one, and a wonderful Wild West stagecoach ride, and a magic pirate ship that can really fly, and a trip to the mine of the seven dwarves. We've been on that. Rocket trip? Flying pirate ship, you must be out of your head, my boy, said Patrick Begora. There are no such things. He's lying, <laughs> Well, but he didn't know, so we have, to, we have to see what happens. Come along and see. We'll show you the plans. They're back at the studio, 
said Mickey Mouse. So before he knew what he was about, Patrick Bagora found himself walking along with Mickey and the rest. But he stopped short when they opened a door to a strange-looking bubble of glass. What is the strange-looking bubble of glass, Philip? A helicopter. <laughs> oh, no, you don't, he cried in alarm. I'll not go in there. What is it anyway? Uh, it's a helicopter. That's a kind of an airplane. Come along for the ride, said Mickey. Mm. When he saw all the rest of them piling in, Patrick... Patrick Pagora went too. Soon, with a whirr and the rush of blades, up went the helicopter straight up in the air and the ground dropped away below. My, but you should have heard Patrick yell then. He had never dreamed of such a thing. But soon, he was so busy watching the sights as they flew over oil wells and city streets and towering brown hills that he had no time to be scared. They are going from Anaheim to Burbank. It'll take him a while to do that. I guess not, though, because there's no traffic on the five anymore. They'll probably just zoom right there. Then down they swooped to the studio. And soon Patrick found himself deep in Disneyland plans, the likes of which he had never seen. There were rows of pretty little shops and winding rivers and overhead railroad train. So many wonderful things that to see that Patrick's head was spinning. And this is what you're planning to build when you root up my orange trees, he asked. Yes, said Mickey. That's our plan. (sighs) Then go ahead, lads, if you can, said Patrick Begora. The place is yours. There's just one little thing I ask. May I build a wee snug little house and live there quietly after you've finished this Disneyland? Fine, said Mickey. We'll build you the house. How about one of these? No, no, lad, no, said Patrick Begora. I like a place out of sight, hidden away, so to speak. All right, said Mickey, just as you say. So they shook hands on it. The bargain was made, and they all flew back to Disneyland site. The next morning, the work began. Every day, Patrick came out to watch. And with every day that passed, it seemed the picture changed. One day, the railway station went up, the entrance to Disneyland. And then, almost in the blink of an eye, Main Street was taking shape. So, for those of our friends who have not been to Disneyland... When you walk into Disneyland, the very first thing you see is the train station. And then you pass underneath the train station and then you're on Main Street, USA. And then you walk down Main Street and in front of you is a big statue of Mickey Mouse and Walt Disney. And directly behind that is a great big castle. And in the picture here, we can see Patrick Begora is looking at them building the castle. Soon it was time for the last trees to come out, the one with Patrick's home at its roots. Sorry, Pat, said Mickey. It's got to go, but we'll find you a new place. Don't bother, said Patrick. I've picked one myself. But he would not say where his new house was. He trundled out his household goods in his wee 
wheelbarrow and the next and all day he sat in the wheelbarrow's shade and at night when everyone had gone home patrick wheeled his wheelbarrow through the shadows of disneyland to the secret spot he'd picked for his home so when you visit disneyland keep your eyes open wide maybe you'll see a wee man in green smoking a small clay pipe but he probably won't be doing that because now he knows that's not good for him and there's also no smoking a lot in disneyland so anyways if you follow him when he goes home you'll see where he lives and if you do you'll be the only one in the world who's found patrick begora's home except for mommy mommy knows where patrick begora lives and so does philip and i have a picture of us in front of patrick begora's house in disneyland Maybe I'll put it on my Instagram. And that is the, are you going to say it? The end. The end.